0: Hello, and thank you for joining Blog Talk Radio with Destiny Talk Show. I am Michelle, and today we're going in with the Word of God. Father, we thank you right now. We give you praise, glory, and honor we thank you, O oh God, for everything that you're going to do in our lives on today and everything that we need from you, you've already supplied. We thank you, O oh God, because we know that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly and above what we could ask or think. We thank you right now, O oh God, because we know that you have a word for us today, O oh God, and that you would fill us up today, God, make us stronger, stronger. Make us see you more. Spiritually heal us, O God, because we know that by your stripes we are healed. And today, O God, we just need you in everything that we are doing. In Jesus' name. So today we're going to be talking about our spiritual healing that comes from the inside. Spiritual healing that we need on a day-to-day basis our past hurts and pain is fighting against us to move forward everything that we we experienced in our past if we're not letting it go then how can God begin to help us how can God begin to minister to us as to how to free ourselves to answer the call that he has placed upon our lives so today We're going to pray and believe, God, that the word that we hear today will release us from things that has hindered us in the past. Things, oh, God, that we didn't even know we tried to bury it, and it just didn't work because that spirit began to grow more and more and more, and we didn't realize it until certain things come up, and then we remember that hurt that it's still there, we'll remember that pain, that it's still there. We just pushed it down, and now we're able to talk about it without any um, reactions to it. We can tell the story without tears, without anything, because we rehearsed it so much from our past, bringing it into the future, that now we're numb towards it. We're not healed, we're not delivered, but we're just numb to it. And we have not forgiven ourselves for being angry or for blaming ourselves for it. We just try to move on without acknowledging it. So we're excited today that God is going to heal us today, that he's going to bring us out of this today, because he doesn't want us living in our past. He doesn't want us to suppress it or to become numb to it, but he wants to heal it from us, and he wants to take that very thing and, and put it in his bosom, that we may continue to go forward in him. And we thank him for that right now in Jesus' name. And we love him. So we're going to go first. Oh, Isaiah 43 says, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it spring forth. You can perceive it. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So he's letting you know that whatever you've gone through, he's got you. Whatever it is, we are sure that he's sure that we should be able to give it to him without any problems, without any questions. So let us sit back and just see what God has for us because we've made it. We've made it through when we give it to him. We didn't lose when we give it to him, and nor did the situation win. So first, we're going to go over to Second um, Samuel, and it's going to be 13 that we're going to be looking at today concerning Tamar and um, when she was raped by her half-brother. And in verse 6, it says, so Ammon... Amnon lay down and made himself sick. And when the king was come to see him, Anon said unto the king, I pray thee, let Tamar, my sister, come and make me a couple of cakes in my sight that I may eat at her hand. Then David sent home to Tamar, saying, Go now to thy brother Amnon's house and dress his meat. So Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house and he said he was laid down, and she took flour and kneaded it and made cakes in his sight and did bake the cakes. Now before then, it lets us know before this scripture, this verse, it lets us know that he was just so lustful over her that he had to have her to the point where he he made himself sick. But then he was told by Jonadab what to do and how to lure her into his room. And that's where we're at now is when he told her, you know, David to let her come and make him a cake. And it says, and she took a pan and poured them out before him, but he refused to eat. And Amnon said, all men from me. And they went out every man from him. And Amnon said unto Tamar, bring the meat into the chamber that I may eat of thine hand. And Tamar took the cakes, which, She had made and brought them into his chambers to Amnon, her brother. And when she had brought them unto him to eat, he took hold of her and said unto her, come lie with me, my sister. And she answered him, Nay, my brother, do not force me, for no such thing ought to be done in Israel. Do thou not this folly? And I whither shall I cause my shame to go? And as for thee, thou shalt be as one of the fools in Israel. Now therefore, I pray thee, speak unto the king, for he will not withhold me from thee. Howbeit, he would not hearken unto her, but being stronger than her, he forced her and lay with her. And Amnon hated, hated her exceedingly, so that the hatred with, wherewith he hated her was greater than the love wherewith he loved her. And Amnon said said unto her, Arise, be gone. And she said unto him, There is no cause this evil is sending me away is greater than the other that thou didst unto me. But he would not hearken unto her. Then he called his servants that ministered unto him and said, put now this woman out from me and block block the door after her. And she put ashes, skipping down to 19, and she put ashes on her head and rent her garment of diverse colors that was on her and laid her hand on her head and went out crying. So we know here that that lust spirit is a very strong spirit that can enter into a person. And something that they lust for, that spirit, will begin to just rise up in them, and they feel like they've got to have it. They've got to um, possess that one thing. It's not about love. It's not about um, anything that is solid and in God. It's a a spirit that... is coming to destroy you, coming to destroy what you've made of you know your peace everything is he is trying to be taken away from you from that spirit, so when she went in and she did what she needed to do for her brother, and then for him to force his lust upon her the way he did, knowing it's a violation of everything and he began to put that upon her so now she walks away in shame she walks away feeling bad questioning herself wondering why did this have to happen to me and so many times when things like this happens to anybody the first person we accuse is god the first one we will go to and ask why in tears and in our heart we're blaming him because we're saying god you saw this you knew this you perceived this you watched him, you know, plan the whole thing, everything, God. You saw it. Where were you when this happened to me? Where were you when when all of this was going down, God? Because I cried out your name. I asked you to help him, to make him stop. I asked you, God. I kept saying no. I kept saying Jesus. I kept doing it, but you weren't there, God. You didn't answer me. And the tears are rolling down our eyes and our hearts are broken, and we're just still angry and Frustrated with God because he is the one that's supposed to watch over us. And God himself is crying. He is crying with us. He's bearing that burden as well with us. And we have to give this over to God because we've held it too long. We, we boxed it up too long, put a lid on it and said, it never happened or it happened but i'm over it i'm going i'm going to move on with my life there's nothing else i can do but god is letting us know that we can't he doesn't want us and we can't live like that that he wants us to live in him and discover who he is because he's hurting as well and the bible says again remember not the former things nor consider the things of old and then you say well god how do i get out of this how do i erase something that has been there lived it experienced it he does he can't take the the experience away but he can heal the pain of what you're going through he can put the peace in you that you can move forward with destiny. He put the peace in you so that you'll be able to minister to others about what you've gone through. Now, as you can see, this is a Bible experience. It's not something that just we go through, but someone else in the Bible gives us an example that they went through it as well, and she had to walk in shame. She walked, and she, she put the ashes on her, and she was asking the same questions that we We ask in our time, God, why? And then our lives, if we don't give it to God, our lives will go in a direction that it should not go in because you'll have the devil pulling you on one end and God telling you to come to him on the other. And because we can build up so much anger and hatred, not even about the situation, but towards God. God, because we feel like he was is our salvation, but he wasn't there to protect us. So God is saying, come into your secret place. And that secret place is giving it all to him, crying in that secret place and saying, God, I surrendered this over to you. I don't know how, I don't know why, I don't know when you're going to fix it, but God, I'm going to trust you to fix it. And we begin to go into the word of God to receive that healing that we need from that situation. But putting it in a box and closing it up makes it worse because now that demon is just growing. That spirit is just growing. And we don't realize it because it's lying dormant right now. We've pushed it up. But then when we watch a movie that's showing somebody getting raped, it comes up and the tears begin to flow and you turn the channel or do something else so that you don't have to look at it. You don't have to remember what happened to you. Any song, any preaching that's going on that relates to that particular subject, we don't want to hear it. We'll block out because we haven't dealt with the issue yet. And this is a Tamar just told him no she was like don't do this and how many times if that happened to you did you say no did you call on God and you were crying and when it was all over and you looked at yourself and you just you didn't know what to think of yourself not even to think of the situation because you're still dealing with that that's still new that's going to come a couple of days from now as to when you'll say to yourself what just happened to me and you're crying, and you're balled up, saying, "What just happened to me?" And right now, you don't even know what to say, who to talk to, and if any to talk to, because later on, in the verses, her her brother said, Absalom said, "Don't worry about it. Go." And don't make it a public thing. And that's what what people go through. Just be quiet. Don't tell any Even molestation. Don't tell anybody. We'll deal with it within our family. But they don't understand the hurt that you feel on the inside. You know, the shame that you feel about your body, the, the thoughts that you have every night about what happened to you. And then David, instead of dealing with Hamnon, he pushed it. So you're constantly dealing with it by yourself. You're you're mentally struggling with what just happened to you. So they left her to deal with it by herself. And she had to figure out her own healing at that point. So God is saying he doesn't want us to look and try to find our own way to heal. He wants us to bring it to him in the secret place. And we bow down or we kneel down or we lie down and we just begin to cry And we begin to tell him how we really feel first, which is, why didn't you stop it? Why didn't you help me? We cry through that first because we need to understand God. We need to understand that there's wickedness in this world just like there's godly. But he is there to heal you from that so that it now becomes your testimony It now becomes a place where you and God identify with, and you're able to move forward in destiny. And you can say to yourself, I made it. I made it through despite all that I've gone through. I made it, and I'm healed. I'm healed from the tragedies of everything that has happened to me in my life, and God will get the glory from it. You know, the memory is still there because it actually happened, physically happened, and it just broke you. But God is here to spiritually heal you, and and he's going to take care of you. He will take our worries away and cure us from any experience that we've had that was traumatic. So let us just take a minute and just begin to speak to God concerning that pain, concerning what you went through and how nobody listened or understood or could console you, how no one was there because they didn't have it happen to them so they don't know what you're experiencing right now. They don't know what your body is feeling they don't know that it's going to affect every relationship that you have had or will try to have that it's going to affect you on the job it's going to affect you everywhere unless you give it to god father we thank you right now oh god we know that your healing is real lord we know that in hebrews 11 it says but without faith it is impossible to please you for what um for he that come to you must believe that he is and he will So, God, we come to you today, God, with the faith, the little faith that we have left from that incident, oh, God, and we're seeking you and asking you, oh, God, that this thing that has happened, I I, want to say we have the faith, but, God, this is something that I feel is impossible for even you to fix. But, God, I have to believe because I love you so much. I have to believe, oh, God, because I want to fulfill my destiny. God, I cry out to you with my very soul, oh, God, of what happened and and how can I heal? How can I move forward with destiny? Lord, my tears are tears of pain, God. My tears are tears that... Nobody will understand, and I'm pouring it out to you right now, oh, God. I know, God, that you're there for me. Oh, Lord, it says in Psalms, I have cried to you for help, and you healed me. I cried to you for help, God, and I'm going to believe that you have healed me, from this shame, from this disgrace, God. Even if no one saw it, I saw it, I felt it, I experienced it. And now, God, I want to release to you everything that has happened. And even if I didn't tell anyone, oh, God, it's still real. It still happened. And I need my healing. I need you, oh, God, to come in and touch the heart that has been broken, that has been wounded, Lord, so as we continue right now to go before you, as we continue, oh, God, to press in, I know, oh God, that you will heal everyone listening right now, oh, God, everyone that loves you right now, oh, God, because you don't want us in pain. You don't want us weeping every night, God, but you want us to move forward. You want us to begin to work and use our life experiences as a testimony, oh, God. And we thank you right now, God, because what she has gone through, what any of us have gone through, oh, God, in this process, Father, today, we decree right now, oh, God, healing in everybody's mind, heart and soul, O oh God, that, God, we rebuke that spirit that has been tormenting, oh, God that has been trying to not let destiny be fulfilled, but keep reminding us, God, and making us insecure, making us, oh, God, to not want to move ahead over fear. We rebuke every spirit, oh, God, coming against you, talking to us, coming against you, oh, God, wanting to heal us, oh, God. Right now, we rebuke every spirit, oh, God. Every negative spirit, every defeat spirit, every fear spirit, oh, God. Every insecure spirit, oh, God. We, def- we we reject it right now. We rebuke it, oh, God, and we cast it out of our lives in Jesus' name. But, God, daily we will read your word for revelation, for restoration, oh, God. God, that that spirit may be cast out now in the name of Jesus. But, God, we declare healing in the mind, healing in the soul healing in the body, O oh God, that we are beautiful people made by you, O oh God, and that we can move forward knowing that love is there, trust is there, protection is there, O oh God. Father, we thank you right now for the healing through your word, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, for casting that spirit out that we may live free, that we may abide in you and you abide in us, O oh God, without any distractions. Lord, we thank you right now for that. So we thank God that he's able to heal us and that he will heal us and that he is going to do everything to help us to heal and to not be discouraged, to not give up on him, to not doubt him anymore. Because that spirit can be a very strong spirit that will hold us back from what God really wants us to do. Lord, we thank you right now. We thank you. So then we're going to go over to Genesis 21 and 14. And this is where Sarah didn't want Hagar to be there anymore. She had gotten her son, so now she wanted Hagar to leave. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it unto Hagar putting it on her shoulder and the child and sent her away. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. She went and sat down over against him a good way off. Oh, wait, I missed one. The water was spent in the bottle and she chased the child, cast the child under one of the shrubs. as she went on and sat down over against him on a, a good way off. And as it were, a bow shot, for she said, let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lift up her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the lad. And the angel of the Lord called to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, what aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for the God hath heard the voice of the lad where, is, where he is. Arise, lift up the lad, and hold him in thine hand, for I will make him a great nation and God opened her eyes and she saw as well a, a well of water and she went and filled the bottle with water and gave the lad drink so here we go another wh- a woman's situation when Sarah had her son and, and God had made promises um, and she sent Hagar away with her lad and she began to weep, weep because she was she didn't know where she was going she's in a wilderness and she got just enough to last well it didn't even last look like but a a day or two so now she's there and she's she's weeping before God you know saying I don't I don't know where we're going I don't know what we're going to do you know and as a single parent or as a parent at all and you're trying to make ends meet you're trying to get things for your child and and prepare and and do everything that is possible And then you get put out on the streets after all that you've done and all that you've gone through. And at this point, you don't really think about God. You just think about what am I going to do? You don't really say, let me stop and pray, because you're trying to figure out what am I going to do? I have a child. But when she began to weep, and she poured out her heart, obviously, to God, and she began, her heart began to talk to God, because it says she wept. But it says in 17, and God heard the voice of the lad. So when the little, when the, when the, I think he was maybe like a teenager or something, but when he began to weep, his heart began to talk to God, and God heard him. And can you imagine what that child said? He, he, he just began to, Lord, my mother I don't know what happened between her and my father before I was here, but God, I'm here now, and my mother is in the wilderness with me with no water, nothing for us to eat or drink. God, I need you right now. God, my mother who birthed me right now is out here in shame in the wilderness with nowhere to go. I need you to help her. God, my mother who you gave to me and her, we, you gave us to each other. God, I need you right now to help her. And as he wept and pleaded his mother's case to God, the Bible says he heard the lad. Now he heard her, but the lad had such a pure and honest prayer for his mother that God said, I heard his voice. And God stepped in and began to respond to Hagar's tears. But it was the child that got God's attention and made him stop and say, I got to help. So God began to give her the promise for her child as well. And not only did he do that, but she saw water in front of her. And that's what we're talking about today. God is going to get you out of it, through it, and you're going to praise him that you made it. You made it. Come this far after the rape. You've come this far after the molestation. You've come this far after you've been put out, shamed, talked about, ridiculed, evicted, repossessioned, whatever went on in your life. He's letting you know, I got you. Just come to me. Hagar and her son just sat there and weeping, emptying out their soul to the Lord. And all he he, he did was say, I got you. And once you hear those words, I got you. I got a promise for you. But if we don't give it to God, we will not hear those words. Because we're not listening, we're not asking, we're not pouring our hearts out to him. We're only just sitting there, mad and angry, suffering. But the one who can change your life, the one who will stop your tears from flowing is Jesus. He will heal you. He will heal you. Whatever it is you're going through. The lad didn't fuss at his mother. He didn't accuse her of anything. He didn't say, mama, you the worst mama. He said, God. He went straight to God. Because that's all you have left. From that hurt, from that pain, from the shame, you only have God left. If no one around you has gone through an eviction or been put out in the wilderness Or been raped or molested They have nothing to say But I'm sorry But there is a God that we serve That has the answer There is a God we serve That will heal you And deliver you from that pain But you have got to give it to him You've got to cry out to him Go into your secret place And after you stop asking why, after you poured your heart of why, he will immediately step in and answer. He will immediately give you the peace that you're looking for so that you don't have to cover it up. You don't have to walk in shame, but you will walk in his victory. You will begin to walk in his power because the enemy comes to kill, steal, and to destroy But God come that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Just lay it all down. Just you and God. Show him your anger and then allow him to heal that. Show him your pain and allow him to heal it. Cry before him. Worship and pour it out before him. Tell him you hurt. Tell him this hurt you tremendously, and it made you hate with your very soul. It made you hate, and he can heal it. Tell him the truth because he already knows it. Man cannot heal that pain that's that deep in you. Man cannot encourage you enough, but you need God. They can try. But you need God through this. You need God. Because he knows what pain feels like. He knows what shame feels like. He already know. Father, right now we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory, oh God. Whatever it is, God... We know that the Holy Spirit is here. And after we finish, oh, God, pouring our hearts out to you, we're just going to sit there and wait for you to answer. We're going to wait for you, oh, God, to pain and the tears away. Father, we know that the Holy Spirit is in the blood. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, the blood is activated in our lives, in our spirit. So through the Holy Spirit and the connection with the blood, we wait upon you. And we want you to saturate us with that blood of Jesus. As we sit there with our eyes closed, may the blood of Jesus come and heal everything. Even the things that we've forgotten, we buried them so deep that we don't remember them anymore. But God, may your blood come. Come, Holy Spirit, come, that we may be restored back to the creation that we were meant to be. May the Holy Spirit come and not only wipe our tears, but take the tears completely away. And as we rest in the blood of Jesus, he will lift our heads from that shame. He will take that disgrace from us, that shame, because she began to rent her clothes and put on ashes. And her brother said, no, don't do that. But in our day, we don't have the outward to show our shame, but we show it because we're constantly bringing it back up. We hit the replay button. And we hit it again, and we cry again, and we hit the replay again. And then every time someone says to you, God is going to make a way, you hit the replay button again because you don't believe it. When somebody says Jesus loves you, you hit the replay button again because you don't want to hear it. But God is saying in order to start the new, you got to stop hitting the replay You got to let him cancel everything that happened in the replay so you can hit start. He wants you to hit start. He loves us so much to deliver us through the blood. The healing is yours if you want it. The healing is yours. You're going to be covered by the blood. No more afflictions, no more disease, no more anger, no more questions. The power of God will come upon you. Dry every tear up. Dry every tear. It's hurtful. It's painful. But stop hitting the replay button. No more will we hit the replay button, devil. No more, devil, will you have any control over our mind and our thoughts. No more will you be allowed to tell me my destiny is the replay button. No more will you be able to tell me that that's it. That's the rest of my life is that replay button. But God, when the blood and the power of the Holy Spirit get into my situation, And I am healed from the replay. I'm moving forward, oh God, into the start button. And I'm fighting for my destiny, for my life, for my thoughts, for the glory of God to be replayed into my life, displayed in my life. No more will I allow myself to continue to be damaged. To continue, oh God, to live this life that I've lived that hasn't worked out for me. But God, when I hit the start button, the Holy Spirit and the blood are activated and I can see clearly. The cloud is gone, God. I can now see you. I can see you working for my good. I can see you, oh God telling me and giving me revelation about your word about who you are about how much you love me I don't have to be empty anymore I can let someone come in to love and to be loved by them I can trust again oh God because I see you I can walk by faith because I see you God because you healed me I see you God I move forward, oh God, and not backwards. I trust now, God, and no more anger. I can love now and feel protected and secure because of your blood, because of the Holy Spirit, oh God, because you healed me from it, oh God. I can move forward. In my wilderness, God, I'm out of it now because I can move forward. You've shown me the water. You've shown me the promise that you have upon my life. And I can move forward now, oh, God, with tears flowing down my eyes. I can now have tears of joy instead of tears of sorrow. I can now have tears that are not in pain because I trust in you again, Lord, I trust in your love now, O oh God. Both women cried unto you, O oh God. They both had pain, O oh God, that they would remember for the rest of their lives. But they both came to you trusting you and crying out. So today, O oh God, we're crying out. For that healing. We're crying out, O oh God, for that protection, for the Holy Spirit to come. Because we know, O oh God, in Isaiah 53, that he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. So because of your blood, Jesus, I am healed, delivered, set free. No more shame. No more shame I'm holding on to. No more defeat will I hold on to. I have a testimony now, oh God. I have a testimony. I made it through. I made it. And we can begin to just pray that prayer that we made it. We made it through the storm when we thought we couldn't. We made it. Lord, we give you praise. We will never remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. But God, you said in our lives you are doing a new thing. We press the start button, God. So now there's a new thing that's about to happen in our lives this year. There's a new thing, oh God, that you are about to do, and we know it's going to spring forth because we are going to praise you every day for it to come forth. The devil cannot hold that new thing. We have died to the old thing. We're healed from the old thing. So the devil cannot take it away, this new thing that you are doing. Give us revelation in your word. Give us praise with your song that we walk in your grace, in your peace, in the knowledge of who you are in our lives. And God, we thank you that you will make a way in the wilderness and you will put rivers in the deserts for us. So now we know this is how much you love us. Now we know that this is how much you will protect us. Just when the enemy thought he had us, not loving you, not wanting to talk to you, not wanting to be around you because you saw what happened, you were there when it happened. But God, through your revelation, through your word, your Holy Spirit, your blood, I now see a new thing. I now live a new thing. My tears are no longer a hindrance. My fears are no longer a delay for me. But God, your new thing is what I now trust. Your new thing is what I now need in my life, O oh God. Thank you for taking the pain away. Thank you for taking that restart button Replay button. Thank you. Take it away, God. I rebuke that that button. I cancel the activities of that button. I will never look back at the old of that button again. It does not exist in my life anymore. I'm excited now, oh God, about my new thing. (laughs) I'm excited, oh God, that you are going to make a way in the wilderness. So that every time I call upon your name, you will answer me. I'm not going to blame me for what happened. I'm not going to be angry anymore for what happened. But God, I've cried my last tear yesterday. I rejoice in you now for the victory. I rejoice with you right now, oh God, because I'm stronger. I'm wiser. I rejoice in you right now, oh God. That I know you will protect me. You will put a hedge around me, oh God. That's how much you love me. That's how much, oh God, you love me. I thank you right now, God. I thank you because we're moving forward. Just like you showed those two ladies how to move forward from their pain. We thank you right now, oh God. We thank you and we give you praise right now. We made it through, oh God. So right now, just want you to think about giving God praise. Think about the tears and how many days you've sat up at night replaying what happened. But God is saying today, after we pour out our hearts to him tonight, hit the start button. And as we walk in the start button, he's going to continue to heal us. Don't say, let me wait till I'm healed before I hit the start button. God can multitask in your life. Hit the start button and move forward as he's healing you. Hit the start button and let him do a new thing in you that he has promised he would do when we surrender all to to him. him. Surrender it to him in your secret place. Go there tonight and give it to him. Cry until your eyes are swollen. You can't breathe out your nose. Cry unto him. Because this pain has been there longer than it needed to be. Whatever it is, just give it to him. When you get up, you can't breathe. You're trying to find you some ointment to put around your nose to open it up, some thick vapor. But he got you. He's restoring you. You don't have to put the go through the walk of shame anymore. You don't. Give it to him. And you'll be able to talk about it with love, not with anger and shame. But you'll be able to be open about it and won't cry. It's not something you've rehearsed. Lord, we thank you right now for healing and restoration. We give you praise in Jesus' name. See you next time on Destiny Talk Show.